0: Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me. In case we're new friends, as you've likely guessed by now, my name is Denise Alvarez, and I am the host of the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. And through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get the privilege of helping horse business owners like you Create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. My goal is to help you to build a sustainable business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. And here's the thing. I know not everybody loves marketing. And you might even listen to this podcast thinking, it's a have to, not a get to. And that's why I love to give you some strategies step-by-step and basic how-tos that'll help you not only see what's possible for your business, But I also guide you through that process so that you can make it happen. Now, the other day, I saw a post from a business who had the unthinkable happen to them. They had a huge social media following that they had worked really hard to build up. And they'd used that to connect with their customers, both current and potential. And I know you get that. But here's the thing. Out of nowhere, their account on Instagram was hacked, stolen, and deactivated. They literally had no way to get it back. Can you imagine that? Such a bummer, right? They were left starting over from scratch, and they completely lost all contact with those followers that they had relied on to help keep their business going. Now, my friends, if that is not enough of a motivator for you to consider getting started with email marketing, then I am not sure what else is going to do it for you. Now, I've said it before on this podcast, and you will continue to hear me say it. I think social media is great. It's a really good marketing tool, and you should use it. And we've talked about some ways that you can use it well here on the podcast. But remember, we've also talked about how you don't own your social media account. And just like what happened with this business, you can lose access to it. And that means you lose access to your audience that was right there with you on social media. Unless you have email marketing, of course. Now, not to mention, there are more and more people that you're going to meet who are not on social media these days. It's not every single person, even though it's huge. So what is a horse business owner to do in that situation? Well, like I said, you know, I'm a big believer in strategic email marketing to build relationships and drive sales for your horse business. Now, I know that if you've been friends with me for a while on this podcast, hopefully you've started to think that if you don't already do email marketing, then it could work for your business, but maybe you're not sure how to make it work, and you may even be a little bit intimidated by it, or maybe you do it, but you don't know that you do it the best way or to the best of your ability because you're just not really sure what's best, Well, that is why I'm dedicating two episodes of this podcast to share with you some practical tips and strategies that are going to help make email marketing doable for your horse business. Now, here's the thing. It really does work, and I really do believe it, and I've seen it. I've shared some of that with you here on the podcast. My client, Lindsay Hayes-Kofel with Hayes-Kofel Performance Horses, tells me regularly how grateful she is to have an email list, and she has only been working on that for a year now. And when I asked her, what has email marketing really done for you? She told me it gives her freedom. She doesn't feel as much pressure to perform or sell on social media because she has an email list. So she can use social media as a means to really just connect and be social with her audience. It also gives her instant connection and access to the people that have said, Hey, I really do like what you're doing. I want to hear from you more. I want to hear when you have openings. I want to hear about your clinics, all of those things. She has instant access to them. And yes, her email list has actually helped to give her additional income. As I shared with you before, she has an online tax shop and almost every time she sends an email, Even if she doesn't mention that they have something going on in their online tax shop, she ends up having some income from those emails. Just those gentle reminders to people that, hey, I'm here. And you, my friends, can have that too, no matter the size of your business or what niche of the equine industry you are serving. Now, I want to remind you before I jump into the rest of this podcast that I will have a summary of today's episode for you on the show notes over at stormlily.com slash 20 for episode number 20, because I'm going to share with you some, like I said, very specific email marketing tips that you can use that are going to make email marketing doable for you. We're going to go over numbers one through four today. And then next week, you will hear the rest of those. So you'll get that summary on the show notes at stormlily.com slash 20. But let's go ahead and jump in. Okay, your very first tip is to use an email service provider. You do not want to start sending out emails to the people in your address book just from your regular email account. Don't jump into your Gmail and start sending emails to 50 people at a time or your Outlook or whatever it is that you use. That is a quick and easy way for you to get marked as spam, meaning your emails are not going to get anywhere and they're not going to get in those inboxes because you'll be blocked if you're marked as spam and you don't want that. So instead, I want you to use an email service provider. Basically, you're going to create your email inside of this service and then they will send it out for you in such a way that places like Gmail and Outlook are not going to think that you're spamming people 50 at a time. There are lots of options out there for you to get an email service provider. Most of them have a free option for you to get started. My personal favorite right now that I am recommending is called Mailer MailerLite. It's really simple in the setup. It's pretty intuitive, so you don't get lost in the different jargon and trying to figure out where to go just to create an email. And they really do have a good free option as well. So I'll make sure and give you a link to that in the show notes. So don't worry about that. Okay, your second tip to make email marketing doable is to be strategic with your subject line. Now, your email subject line is one of the biggies that help the people on your email list decide if they want to open up your emails or not. It's true. Just because they're on your email list, it does not automatically mean they're going to open your emails. They may decide that particular email doesn't interest them. And oftentimes they do that based on the subject line. So when you're putting together your emails, spend a few minutes looking at your own email inbox. What subject lines are there that pull you in and make you want to open them? And then vice versa, which ones in your email inbox make you click delete without even opening that email? Think of how you can use those as ideas for your own subject lines so that the people getting your emails will want to open them. Now, this is one of those times that cute can actually sometimes work to your advantage. Be playful if you want, as long as you're thinking about how it's going to entice the people on your list to open those emails. Okay, the next tip that will make email marketing doable for you is to include links, but not too many. It is definitely okay and even recommended to include a link in your emails. That's how you're going to get them to click on the sale in your online store or to view the horses that you have for sale on your website or Facebook or where it is that you're trying to send them. But what I want you to remember is that the more options that you give someone, the less likely they are to take action. So when it comes to your emails, think strategically about the links that you choose to provide any calls to action that you are giving them, you want to really consider. Now remember, a call to action just means an action that you are asking them to take. So if you're asking them to check out your online sale, and to connect with you on Facebook, and to connect with you on Instagram, and to look at your newest awards or achievements or winnings at the show, just be aware that most people are only going to click on one of those things. And if you're okay with that, then go for it, include what you want. But as far as email marketing hacks go, simple and straightforward is often the most effective, which means more than one call to action or more than one link is going to diminish the amount of action that's taken. Now, to go along with that, I will often suggest that you have more than one link that is the same call to action. So for example, when I send an email out to let my email list know, hey, I've got a new podcast episode out. I want to make sure you hear it. Here's what it's about. I'm going to link to that podcast episode more than one time. So I have more than one link, but each of those links are telling them essentially the same thing, which is here's how you can listen to that episode. So hopefully that helps you understand that a little bit. Okay, we are already to number four. And your fourth tip is to remember the mobile experience. A large majority of the people who read your emails are going to be opening them on their phone. So when you're designing your email, I want you to keep that in mind. If you're using images, consider how they will look on a mobile screen. For example, will the text be too small on someone's phone for them to be able to read? If you have a photo that has text on there or a a particular image, is that going to shrink down and not look good on their phones? Consider the font size. A font size that is really easy to read or a type, maybe if it's cursive, that's easy to read on your desktop may not be so easy to read on the phone. Now, thankfully, those email service providers that I told you about, they make this part pretty easy, and you can actually preview and test your emails ahead of time so that you can view them on your phone and see exactly what your email list will be seeing when you send it out. Okay, friends, that's it. You've learned four tips that are going to help make email marketing doable for you so that you can keep building those vital relationships with your current and potential customers. Now, while these things truly are doable, I know that some of them may be more than what you're used to. But remember, you didn't get to where you are in your business right now by not putting in some work, right? And just like anything that has a reward, you're going to have to put a little bit of effort into your email marketing to see the return. But I have good news. You don't have to do it alone. That's why I'm hosting a new five-day equestrian marketing challenge, and you are invited to join in. It's totally free. And if you've ever thought, I don't have time for marketing, then this challenge is for you. Because in just five days, we're going to put together your online marketing plan. And I'm telling you, having a plan or a strategy in place is half the battle, right? I want you to think this as a cult starting clinic for your business. So that means you have things that you're actually going to get out of this time. At the end of the week, you're going to know the audience that you're targeting. You're going to know how to connect with them using social media. You're going to know how to use your website to help build your business. And you're going to learn how to build your email list with a stellar freebie. Now, with all of this complete, you can be confident that when you put your time into marketing, you're going to be putting it into the things that are going to actually get you the biggest return. Now, the challenge is going to be March 1st through 5th, and during the challenge, I'll be sharing some really powerful video lessons each day. So you will want to sign up so that you are sure to get into that Facebook group and then get those email notifications as well. And I'll also have a fun worksheet for you each day to help you apply what you're learning. So head over to stormlily.com slash challenge and get signed up for the five-day equestrian marketing challenge today. Now remember, you can find a summary of today's episode over on the podcast show notes at stormlily.com slash 20 for episode number 20. And of course, I'll have a link there to that marketing challenge for you as well. And then also to mail or light, as I promised. Now, here's the thing about that challenge. If you're not on Facebook, I want you to know that you can still join in. You may not get to watch those live daily videos. But you're going to get the emails with the worksheet of the day, which will help you to take action on the principles that I'm teaching. So please do not let it stop you from joining if you happen to not be on Facebook. Now, as always, if you have any questions about what we've talked about on the podcast, or there's some specific questions you'd like me to answer on the podcast later on, then I'd love to hear from you. You can go over to stormlily.com or stormlilymarketing.com. Either one will get you there. And there's a contact form there and you can reach out. And then of course, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, please do, because that is how you'll be notified when a new episode is available. So whether you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of the other great choices out there, be sure and subscribe so you can know about that. And then, yes, please do get on my email list. You will be the first to know about new podcast episodes each week. It's a super quick note, tells you what's going on, what we're talking about, and it makes it easy for you to jump over and listen. So again, thank you so much for joining me here on the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad we're friends. I love connecting with you each week and sharing some practical, actionable, doable tips and strategies for marketing your horse business. So until next time, have a wonderful day.